Hello, and welcome to Carried Away. I'm your host, Carrie Murray. As the founder of the Bra Network, the Business Relationship Alliance, I have met some of the most inspiring women working as entrepreneurs, freelancers, founders, executives, and creatives, and I want to share their stories with you. So let's get carried away. Quick, your house is on fire. You're allowed to take one thing from the house. What do people normally pick? Photos. Whether it's their laptop, maybe a flash drive, or their phone, they want to save photos. That's right. Photos represent legacy. Joining me today is portrait photographer Kathy Shu and one of my favorite people on the planet. And she's going to take us through the steps of your signature portrait and why it's important to share your legacy. Let's get carried away. Welcome to Carried Away. I'm so excited to have one of my favorite people on the planet Earth. Um, and, hold on. Am I unmuted? No, we're good. Um, <laughs> and her name is Kathy Shu. I met Kathy in a mommy and me class where we were both dazed and just kind of sleep deprived and just looking for community because we were like, what am I supposed to do with two of them now? Kathy, welcome. Well, we're not going to talk about. We're going to talk about Thank her. Thank you for having me. Her whole career path into photography, what brought her here, the excitement she feels when she's photographing women, particularly the women of bra, um, and myself. One hundred percent. To have you here to learn about your your process, what brought you here to this place, um, and just get carried away with you. So, welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me on Carried Away. I've been listening and enjoying your interviews with everyone and all the bra members, and I'm happy to be sitting in the hot seat today. That's amazing. Also, the audience should know that Kathy is a founding member of the Bra Network. Kathy and I would spend a few hours, because our daughters were taking ballet class, um, in a local restaurant in L.A., just brainstorming ideas. Like we need to do something with our business. What are we doing? We were like, what is this Instagram thing? How's it happening? And it kind of grew from there. We had other friends who were entrepreneurs that joined the conversation. And then it just kind of like the original concept and dinner party Kathy was at. So she's a founding member. She's also the winner of the woman on the rise award that was acknowledged or given to her at Women on the Rise 2017, 2018. Yeah. Was it the first one? I want to say I it was say the first was, recipient. Yeah, you are the Which f- was first such recipient. an honor. 2018. So that's Kathy's background of how we met and how important she is and integral she is to the broad network and broad community, but also to me as a friend. Um, wow. Enough about me. Kathy, tell us what brought you to photography, how, where you are today. Tell us about your journey. Wow. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you, first of all, for having me here and, and for that wonderful intro. I'm so proud to have been in the room where it happened when it all with bra started. That's just, you know, that's one of my things that I just kind of wear as a badge of honor. So I love that. Um, but you were also kind of in the room where it happened when I became a photographer way back when, you know, I was a, uh, a momographer, you know, I got a camera, <laughs> I got a camera with a uh, as a gift uh, when I had my first daughter, Abby. And I remember thinking, this is great. I love taking pictures of her. Okay, I'm over it. <laughs> I want to take pictures of other things. <laughs> like, I, you know, you automatically take pictures of your kids. But as I wanted, I started to learn about my camera and discover that 
it was, you know, it wasn't like the point and shoot I had used years past. I, I thought this is like a Ferrari. I needed to know how to drive this thing. And so that's when I started taking classes and I, I flew up to Seattle and did workshops in Seattle and, and did stuff like that. And then I started to just bug my girlfriends and, and said, can I do a photo shoot with you? Can I do a photo shoot with you? And, um, and you always challenged me the most because the very first photo shoot I did with you, we had to do in public. Like you want to learn in the privacy of like your home or in your friend's backyard. And you're like, let's go down to Union Station. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. So, and I was committed. I was like, oh, we're doing a photo shoot. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get ready. If there's a camera, yeah, I did. If there was a camera, I was going to put myself in front of it. This has been my legacy as since a child. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And we had a blast. And that honestly just made me start thinking, okay, well, I'm going to do this and, 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 and start to reach out to people. I also did a 365 project my first year in photography and about six months into it people started reaching out to me and wanting me to photograph things that they would pay, pay me for. And I photographed anything and everything. I would photograph people's products. I would photograph people's babies. I would do all that kind of stuff. I never did weddings because I never wanted to go down that road. That's a whole nother thing. And the I give props to wedding to photographers. I just don't work that way. But um, I remember it just something shifted. And it was really early on is it, it, this hobby had turned into something that was like, oh, it could earn me money. And that was exciting. But it also built up some insecurities in me too, where I was no longer photographing for myself. I was photographing for other people and I wanted to please. I wanted to make sure that I was producing a product that made them happy. So I could sometimes second guess myself, which I think a lot of um, photographers especially um, go through in their, when they transition from like, I just like this to I'm going to make money doing this. Um, they go through that little bit of insecurity of, oh, are people going to like what I come up with, what I do? And, um, and it was kind of nice to work past that. I look back at that now kind of, uh, and I laugh a little bit about it because I see in these photography groups, you see the newbies come in and they're like, do you like this in color or black and white? And you're like, oh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're, you know, what do you like it in? Mm-hmm. So, so, um, yeah, slowly it kept evolving and evolving and, and here I am year 10, um, into it, which is just a dream. I just love that this is my job and I'm really owning, um, what I offer to the photography community and what I offer to my clients. Now tell me about, you come from a family of artists. It's not like, yeah, you have a family of creatives. So growing up, were there, were you around photographers? Was there anything that kind of like sparked that interest growing up? Well, my uncle, um, oh, God bless him. I, uh, he was an oil painter and, um, and he used photography as his medium a lot as well. Like he loved photography. Um, But one of the things about that inspired me is that growing up, we, I come from an Italian family, Argentine Italian family, and we would have Sunday dinners at once a month. My big family yeah. would come together and we'd have Sunday dinners. And one of the things that we would do is that we would kind of after this, you know, four hour long meal and kids running around and stealing sips of wine from the grownups and stuff like that, we would sit in the living room and they would tell stories from the old country. And, and inevitably, photo albums would make their way out into the living room and we would pass these albums around and 
and they'd reminisce and laugh and cry. And it was just a really emotional thing. My grandmother, my abuelita would have these albums and um, she got these albums out of, which was really interesting. She got them out of her closet that she kept under lock and key with keys that she kept tied to her bra strap with a red yarn. And, and we were thinking in this album, in this, um, in this closet were like, there was a chest in that closet that we knew of, but we, I swear, Carrie, we thought there were gold bars in that, you know, like in, in Pulp Fiction, when they, you know, raised it in the box in the glow, we thought for sure. And God, you know, she lived to be almost 101. She was the matriarch of our family and lived for, we thought she was gonna live forever. But when we had to go back and clean up her house and kind of go through her her personal effects and stuff we were all so curious about this closet and this trunk Mm -hmm. this treasure trunk that we knew gold bars were inside of (laughs) well we go and we did my uncle has the key opens it unlocks it and what do we find in this trunk is all the albums it makes me it gets me a little choked (sighs) up thinking about it and it just made me realize that this treasure that we thought was in there the treasure was us we were the treasure which yeah. when I think about my photography business and why I value photography so much, I mean, you're running out of a burning building, your house, you got to evacuate, which in California, we got to do a lot. You're, what are you grabbing? You're grabbing your photos. Yeah. yeah. They are, they're your legacy. So when it comes to photography on the personal side of it, where I'm not doing branding and stuff, which I think is impor- equally as important in another way, the personal side is all about your legacy. It's what can we treasure most in this world. And even though we are carrying a camera with us everywhere, mm-hmm. we've got our, our, you know, our iPhones and whatever with us, and they're the newest thing. Next year, your phone is a brick, and it's unless we print your photos and get them out on the walls and sh- and have them tangible, they're gone. So that's why photography for me, on so many levels, is, is just. It's, it's priceless. That's, that's, I love that. I love that you use the word legacy um, because you're right. You know, I have tons of photos of everything the kids have ever done or Sean and I've ever been to that are sitting on my phone or sitting in a, you know, a Dropbox folder. It's not until you print them and yeah. you get a frame and you put them up there that you're just like, oh, and you really take a moment to be like, that was a fun trip. I'm so glad yeah. we have this to remember that. Even though, yeah, I can scroll through my phone, but there is something special about printing, I think now, or making photo albums. Um, yes, you know, I'm all about the albums. Yeah, I just think it's really, really important. I, I, I love that you kind of have that as your mantra, as your mission, as you're creating this legacy oh, yeah. with with your with your photos. Um, the one thing you do that I think is very unique is you have what's called a signature portrait. So I want to know a little bit more about that. How, why? What, what kind of brought you to developing this? But then also the second part of that is how how we use that as entrepreneurs. So start with the the signature portrait. What is that exactly for you? Sure. Sure. Well, a signature portrait is uh, in essence it's your digital handshake to the world, right? Mm-hmm. It's how you introduce yourself to your clients, to your audience. Um, on the personal level, it's just that beautiful portrait of yourself. Our parents have, you know, our, our mothers, our grandmothers have signature portraits. They have those clean portraits where people would come to the house and every year they would document their life and take a beautiful portrait of themselves. Well, we don't do that anymore. And I know a lot of business owners don't do that because they're all about next Tuesday's post. 
They need that post of them behind the computer. They need that post of them holding the coffee mug, which are really important. You need those. We need content. I mean, we live in a content world, so we need that. But a signature portrait is something that's all about you. It's uncluttered. It's classic. It's timeless. It's got legs, which means it lasts forever. I mean, I know you have had several signature portraits done with me. And I kind of evolved into that because, believe me, it was kind of hard, actually. The transition into, like, owning that was a real milestone for me because a lot of photographers out there, honestly, younger than me and have more freedom than I do because I'm a mom of two girls, are out and about and they're doing these fantastic photo shoots everywhere. And I was feeling kind of like, damn, (laughs) I have to do that too. And I was stressing myself out, but I knew that in my heart, everyone needed this beautiful portrait of themselves. Kind of like that Vanity Fair photo that you see. Like You'll see these actors that'll have a huge movie and they do the, the production photo shoot and stuff, which is crazy props and all this stuff. But they always have those clean portraits clean like studio style portraits where they do an expose on the the actor or whoever it is if it's a CEO or whatever and I thought people need this and I started to realize the value in what I did and as I kind of started to own that that what I was providing had value and started to speak the truth of it that's when people started to come to me and realize <laughs> I need that too even though I need the other kind which I do I also do those photo shoots when, when, and I do them, I do them more sparingly, but I think those are important and I love doing them, but everybody needs a signature portrait. Everyone needs to have that. What's an example of where people use your signature portrait? Oh gosh, they do it. They use it everywhere from when they're introducing themselves on a monthly basis to their clients on Instagram, or if they need a podcast cover or they're being featured on a podcast. If there's a lot of times, you know, this, um, you'll have, uh, magazines reach out because they want to highlight you and they don't necessarily want to send a photographer out to you, but you've got a slew of photos that you can submit and say, okay, I've got these photos that'll represent me. What's great about that is you don't, that's one less thing you have to worry about too. You know, are they going to use a cruddy photo of me or no, they're going to use something I'm so proud of that. I love how I look and it can have the emotion in that photo that you want to express too. Cause let's say one article is featuring you in a more whimsical way, you can have a photo that matches that where in another article, you're maybe talking about the disparity of, of women being paid, uh, you know, with men, how we don't aren't paid as much, you don't want to be like, super grinny and silly looking, you'd rather have something that shows you in a different light, right shows you a little more serious. So um, those are some of the places and you know, it's just, it's, it's, nice to know that that's one of the tools on your tool belt is that you've got that because we always have to submit something somewhere and on on social media hands down everybody I think listening can agree that every time they post a picture of themselves the likes and the and the not just the likes but the engagement goes up Mm -hmm. the comments everything because at the end of the day whether you like it or not you are your brand you're your brand I don't care if you're selling cookies (laughs) <laughs> or if you're a coat life coach, or if it's a dress that you're, you know, you're whatever you do, people nowadays are hiring you. No longer are people flipping through the yellow pages. What are those? Uh, and just like taking a name out of it right. and going, okay, we, we live for better or worse. And I think it's for better is that people are hiring the person 
before they're just hiring the service or the product. Right. Well, and it's relationship building, right? So having a good face, having it for your brand or for your product service is the first time we're meeting, you know, we're we're just getting to understand each other. And women are more apt to buy from women they trust. And they're relationship builders, right? We might have an impulse purchase we make on Amazon or we get that Facebook ad that's been following us and we're like, fine, I'll buy it. But really where we spend a lot more money is in the relationship we have with the woman behind the brand. Before we hire an OBGYN, before we hire a a coach or even a fitness trainer, we want to know her story. And that starts with a great, great portrait. Um, I do want to say that when I first joined Clubhouse, I was in like one of those like Clubhouse little like tutorials. And I was like, okay, how do I do this? One of the things they said is if you really want to stand out on Clubhouse, your profile picture should have a bright background because everyone has a white background and you shouldn't use a black background because when you're watching the Clubhouse and you see all the faces pop up, the bright ones, you're like, oh, look who's here. So I was in a Clubhouse yesterday, just listening and everything. And it was all about value proposition. And it was a few people I knew and everything. And then the, the moderator, who I did not know, she said, I, I see Carrie Murray is here. Can we bring her to the stage? And one of the other moderators was like, oh, yeah, I know Carrie. Let's let's bring her. Bring me to the stage, the stage, right? The yeah. one question she asked me said, who took that photo of you? She goes, that is the best profile picture. She goes, the bright pink in the back. I have a great smile. I'm kind of looking off. So it's a little bit cheeky. And I said, it pays to have a best friend who's a portrait photographer. (laughs) I love that. And then we started talking. We all started talking about the value behind having great branding photos and a great portrait for your website, for your about me page, for your profile on all of these thousands of platforms. I think if anybody goes to any one of my social media, my profile picture is a photo that Kathy has taken. Um, It's, it's just, it has legs. You're absolutely right. If I'm on a podcast, if I've been featured in a blog or an article, I give them a folder, a vertical and horizontal. I've noticed they prefer that, Um, but that they don't want the picture of me running through the beach and kicking up sand with a floppy hat. They want that straight on serious, smiling, or, or kind of fun, but nothing in the background and like, uncluttered. And yeah, they just want to be able to pop it in. I mean, and people might call it a headshot or whatever, but it has a little more personality than the, the traditional headshot. But a lot of my clients call it a headshot and that's fine. They can call it a headshot. You don't have to have photographer speak, but, um, I think the thing about it is those busy photos too. You're so tiny. You need to be front and center in the photos. You know, and that's, that's part of it. And I love that. I love that, that people will continually compliment you on those and that you share it with me. Cause that just, you know, that just gets me going because I want to do a photo shoot right now. (laughs) (laughs) I almost texted you too. And I was like, I was like, oh no, I'm going to wait for the podcast. (laughs) This was strategic. This was totally strategic. I love it. Um, So, you know, a lot of women, they don't feel I'm, I'm too fat. I need to, I need Botox. I need to get my roots done. Well, I seriously do, but they have yeah. all these excuses they give. How do you get them past those excuses? How do you well, give them permission? Well, one of the things is, first of all, if we're talking on the personal level, I don't know anybody. And if you do have anybody in this, in your life like this, you need to get rid of them. Uh, I don't know anybody who looks at a photo and goes, she should really be 10 pounds lighter. <laughs> you know, no one ever 
know, through, you know, I love my aunt. Gosh, she would look so much better. She was, you know, was, was, you know, all the insecurities that people say about themselves. We're so hard on ourselves that no one else is looking at that. No one is looking at that. They are looking at you and your eyes and your expression and your connection. And so one of the things I do is I offer a guided photo shoot. I know how hard it is. Believe me, I know how hard it is to be in front of the camera. I have been in front of the camera. I get my portrait done occasionally as well. And even though I know the poses and this and that, it's hard when somebody's got a camera in my face. I'm like, deer in the headlights. Uh, my chin is up. I'm this. I'm doing all sorts of things. So what I do is I offer a guided photo sh- session where my camera goes up, but you never stop hearing my voice. I am telling you to, you know, Carrie, I want you to sit up straight now. I want you to put your chin forward. Yep. Drop it down just a little bit. Give me a little tilt to the left. We're constantly talking and then we relax into it. We breathe. I'll tell you a joke. We'll laugh. We're just having a conversation. It's like we're having brunch together. And then in the meantime, I'm snapping your photo and just making you feel relaxed. And when I get that hero shot, you know, I'll yell out like, oh, brava, you know, you're doing great. And I also turn the camera around and show you, I'll show you that shot so that you can go, oh, I'm telling you nine times out of 10, I get someone go, oh my gosh, like they're shocked because they realize, okay, I feel weird. I look kind of like I'm in a weird position. And then they see how they look and they're fine. They're great. They're just at ease. And then we just hit the ground running and everyone thinks that they need to be photogenic. And that is a misconception that I want to here and now put to bed. You do not have to be photogenic. It is not your job to be photogenic. It is my job to make you look like you're photogenic. It is my, as a photographer, any photographer. And I think there are so many talented photographers in bra there. Everyone has a different perspective. Everyone does, does things just a little differently but never should you ever feel when you go to a photographer like you have to do everything in front of the camera. You should always feel like it's their job to guide you through it, whether they do a guided photo session like I do or they do it in their own way. You should never feel this kind of sense of I just don't take good pictures. It's not yeah. your job to take good pictures. It's OK. It's our yeah. job. We're the professional. I love that. And also when I know this is a podcast because you guys can't see anything, but when you go to Kathy's Instagram, which is at Kathy.shu, um, S-C-H-U-H, um, you also, I feel like it's age appropriate. Like I feel like hair and makeup is age appropriate. You've, you photograph teenagers, you photograph, you know, 10 year olds, but also women over 65. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like their hair and makeup and what they're wearing is really appropriate, really flattering. Is that part of the process? Do you work with your clients? Or- Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So I do work with my clients and it's been a little different with uh, in the age of COVID. Unfortunately, it's been harder to, sometimes we're able to book a, a makeup artist and sometimes it's not that a clients just kind of handle it themselves. Um, but one of the things, whether I'm working with a makeup artist or a hairdresser or not with my clients, it's not that we're doing a makeover. That is the worst thing. You don't want to, especially if you're using it for business. If we're doing it's not a glamour shot, let's yeah. go crazy. It's not glamour. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there are places, but I love doing these uh, epic photo shoots where you can get all super dolled up and stuff. But it's not. It's supposed to be you on your best day. You mm-hmm. don't ever want to take a photo where people are like, when they see you in person, they're like, <laughs> "Oh God, hello." She doesn't look like she's going to the club. You know, it just, you know, you got to look like yourself. 
Um, and again, it's like, it's you on your best day. And going back to that idea of like, even when we talked about printing your photos, it's that kind of like those days where you are just in like the la casual loungewear and your hair is up in a bun. You go, you look at that photo and you're like, yeah, it looks pretty damn good. Like pretty Take damn good. Today. Yeah. Well, when I was on that clubhouse and they were complimenting the photo, I even said, if you guys saw me now. Right. Like, exactly. I, I haven't even gotten dressed. I PJs the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have no bra on. I'm not dressed. I'm like, you guys can't see me, right? Yeah. You're a professional. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Um, well, I, I love that. Now tell me about who who is your ideal client? Somebody knocks on the door and and what is she, who is she? She is a woman who really appreciates photography, but doesn't necessarily feel comfortable in front of the camera. She is someone that knows that um, it's, there's a need for it and that um, she's excited about the prospect of having good photos, but is, it's okay that she's hesitant about having her photo taken. Because for me, that's the thing. I mean, I am a pleaser and a wooer. I, I've taken all sorts of tests and that's always what comes right. out is that I'm a cheerleader for other people. And it is a personal challenge to make them feel comfortable and feel good about themselves and not only leave with amazing photos, but actually leave the photo shoot feeling better than when they got there. Like, I love it that my clients walk out the door feeling empowered and feeling like, damn, you made me feel really good. I mean, I get a rush from it. There's a, there's that, what is that? Is it a dopamine or what is and that? Endorphin, natural? Endorphin, endorphin, all it's the like, things. Yeah. It's like the working out, you know, that it's the same thing. I just love it. And, the, and I, I hate to sound like this. It sounds like in the interview, you know, when somebody interviews you and, and for a job and they're like, what's your, what is your weakness? You're like, I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> I overschedule myself. Yeah. I take on too many commitments. That was always my go-to line. Exactly. I volunteer for everything. Exactly, right? I'm like, I don't mean to sound like that, but it's truly what I what I like is that the the clients that are ideal for me are the ones that again, they love they love photography. They love they know that they really need it, but they're a little nervous. And so yeah. they know, they come to me because they know I'm going to I'm going to make them feel good. And then they're going to end up with some killer images that they'll be able to use for a while. Yeah. They'll get tired of the images before they'll need, they'll uh, need them again. Right. I also think what's unique about um, you is you have a studio space. Yes. And what's great about it is um, it's, it's warm, it's inviting, and it's very, it's the only studio I've ever been photographed in other than like a, a rental downtown or something. Right you know, and everything. Was that intentional? Yes, absolutely. I mean, when I started out, I was shooting out of the living room in my home. Uh, and then we started to realize my husband and I were thinking, you know what, this is silly. We have a garage full of stuff that we don't need. So we cleared out the garage and converted it and it's got high ceilings. So we converted it completely. I have a loft um, where it has a bathroom, a powder room where people can change. And there's a makeup station and a hospitality station where I've got, you know, coffee and fridge and stuff. And, and it's wonderful because now even in time of COVID, it's been nice because I have a big barn door. So I still am able to photograph people with that studio look with beautiful natural light. Cause I swing that barn door open and then I am 10 to 12 feet away and they're in the studio, just slightly in the studio, and we get to have that that whole experience. And it's still, I live in a very quiet, cozy neighborhood, so there's not like a ton of people going by. And 
they can do it now. So, which is great because I was really worried when this all started. Oh, sure. I'm sure just as most businesses and entrepreneurs were, uh, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and talk about the business side of photography. So many, and you and I have had this conversation and I've had this conversation with multiple bra members who are photographers. So many people don't understand the cost, the value that's behind it. Um, They hear the, they have a little sticker shock uh, when they hear it. Um, What is a, what is a common misconception you think people have when they're coming in to get photos? I think their misconception is that when you, um, when you have your photo taken, that's it. It's the moment you've had it taken and click that's it. It's been captured and created and the photographer is done. All they have to do is download it and send it to you. And in some cases that, that, that is the case, there are photographers out there, which we're trying in the industry, we're trying to stop photographers from doing that. A lot of newbie photographers will, what's called shoot and burn. I think everyone's heard that expression before where it's like, shoot, 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 burn it. It used to be burn it on a CD and just hand them over. And that's one thing, but if you're going to really go for a professional photographer, there's always processing behind that. There is, it's the digital dark room. You do things uh, in Lightroom and in Photoshop and you manipulate the photo. And it doesn't mean you're kind of totally changing what somebody looks like, but you're retouching it. And there's more work to be done. There's hours and hours of work to be done. So if you're paying for a session that includes your photos, that photographer is working multiple hours after your session to get them ready and then if you're paying in a different way which is how I do signature portraits is you pay old school you pay for the session basically the creation fee and then you come back and you select the photos you want retouched and then you pay for those photos and then you're off and running Um, but that's the misconception I think a lot of people have is that there's there's not much work uh, behind the scenes and there is, there's a ton. Right. There's tons. Well, and, and that's the difference between like, well, I can just get my phone out and, and take a photo and, and like, there's my profile picture. Well, there is a distinct, distinct difference between that, you know, as you call it, the seatbelt selfie oh, and, yeah. and, and, or the cutout from the wedding. Yes. When your cousin, I mean, you look so good, but your cousin, she looks cute too, but she can't be the shot. <laughs> It's like, really, I'm going to buy a house from someone that gave me a photo from a wedding, you know, (laughs) and how many you as a, you as a, uh, a network, you know, founder of a network, you must see that all the time where you see people submitting photos. We were like, okay, you look really nice, but you're obviously, we're a bridesmaid in this photo. (laughs) ATR is a little bit distracting. (laughs) It's like, I didn't think life coach when I saw this photo. Yes, I do see that a lot. And um, I've had to offer, you know, suggestions and, and everything. Sure. Um, but luckily for any bra member, you do get a lovely discounted photo shoot with Kathy Shoe as part yeah. of being uh, a I member. If you are in the LA area, if you are beyond, well, when you bring your kids post COVID to Disneyland, stop by Kathy studio go. and get your oh, photo. I'm traveling after this is done, I'll oh. travel to you too. Don't worry. <laughs> right? Anything to get out. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Well, I love that. I think this is so great. Um, My last question before we get carried away is, um, have you ever in your, in the business side of things Mm -hmm. encountered someone who they did their photos and they tried to be like, 
um, I don't think I'm going to need this. And uh, I don't know. But then months later, they're knocking on your door. Like, remember those photos I said I didn't need? <laughs> yeah. I've had that one. I'll be honest with you. Most of my clients come to me, they start out saying, I'm only going to need one or two. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Because I do, I have an easy entry point with, with having a photo shoot with me because I do, I do it as a session. I sort of divide it up into session fee and then you buy what you love kind of at the, mm. the proof reveal. Um, there's a package as little as three photos. And, yeah. and people are always like, oh, that's probably what I'm going to do. They don't do that. They don't yeah. because once they see it, they, oh, okay. And they get start. it starts to become Sophie's choice where they're like, I can't let that one go. Right. I can't let that one go. <laughs> you know, so they end up getting more and they're happy that they have them. Um, I think so many people, so many people come to me and they'll say, I did a photo shoot before and I hated the photos because mm. the, I was either pressured into hair and makeup that I didn't like, or I didn't, I had to kind of come up with my own thing. So I make sure that we have a planning meeting beforehand. We do that two weeks before your session where we talk about your insecurities. We talk about what you're going to wear, what is best to wear, what looks good in camera versus what looks good in person. And so by the time we do get to the point where they're looking at their proof reveal photos, they're, they're pretty much like, okay, I, yeah. I like these and I don't want to let them go. I've had one time I had a client that did come back to me and say, you know, oh yeah, I, I only want one. And then she literally three months later came back and was like, can we look at that again? Yeah. Because I know, and, and also she was easier on herself. It was really funny because she was very hard on herself, which was as much as we can try as a photographer to, you know, we're not going to always empower every single person. Um, she had to kind of have her own Get in moment. the mindset. Yeah. And yes. you must deal with that a lot. Getting, getting clients in the right mindset, understanding not only yeah. the value, but that they're valuable. They are worth yes, it. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I'm very aware it's, overwhelming you you've been in the hot seat it's very overwhelming to see a ton of photos of yourself you're like Mm -hmm. that's a lot of me yeah and you have to fight that urge that you're being vain it is not vain you're okay it's okay that that you have to do this for yourself and whether you're doing it so that you're celebrating who you are and you're you can teach your kids that it's okay to value yourself or you're doing it for your business because it's you're you're out there and saying hey I'm, I'm a professional and I have, I have this to represent who I am. I love that. You're worth it. Ladies, create your legacy, find a little box with a key and hide it someplace (laughs) (laughs) and put all your pictures and valuables in it, but grab it. If there's a fire, um, I love that. Um, okay. So before we go, let's get carried away about a few things since we've been in COVID, We've done so, you know, are you a COVID baker? Are you a COVID napper? What have you been doing to keep yourself busy? Podcasts, Netflix, what, what's something you've, that you've kept yourself not going crazy oh my during God. this time? Why, I've, been, I've been watching shows. I've been, um, I recently saw, have you seen Ted Lasso? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so, so funny. good. So funny. It's so fun. He's a protagonist that you can get behind. Like he feels like, so I've been watching stuff. I've been streaming a lot of different things. I haven't been a baker. I'll be honest with you. My kids have turned into my, my littlest has turned into a baker, which I'm happy to support that. Although my waistline is not happy about it, (laughs) but, um, 
uh, I've been doing podcasts. I've gotten into audio, audible books. I love doing audible books because I can listen to them while I'm editing. Yeah. I have to admit, I started doing the Bridgerton books. Are they good? <laughs> good they get you a little hot yeah <laughs> like oh, these photos hold on <laughs> she looks really good <laughs> yes I haven't started them uh, yet <laughs> no they're great they're great and you know I've been doing what everybody else is doing is just kind of trying to to keep myself distracted and trying to stay on some sort of schedule which is mm, some days is so good, hard days, yeah so hard so hard yeah what about um if COVID disappeared tomorrow there was no pandemic what, what's a place you get carried away about? It could be down the street. It could be across the world. It could be a dream location. Where's something you go that you just love and get uh, carried away about? I'm going to Rome. I'm going to Rome. Yeah. Rome, London and Rome, to be yeah. honest. I am definitely going. And, it, and it's not just because I just, I had, I unfortunately had to cancel a trip that I was going to go there last year, but I just love Rome. I love because it is a big city that feels like a small town. And it just, oh, it's got my heart. You know, I, yeah. I lived there for four months in my 20s and I just, I've got family there and I love it. And oh. London is just, London, come on, London. It's got, London. it's steeped in history, but it's this modern, it has this modern vibe too. And I'm, as a Southern California girl, I'm really jealous of their transportation system. Same. <laughs> I love 100%. that you can just get on the tube on the tube and go anywhere yeah it's so well done yeah um I loved Rome yeah (laughs) like yeah um I love that I love that okay so my last question three things that people get absolutely crazy about they obsess about they get carried away about but you can't stand for example I cannot stand cruise lines I would never go on a cruise that sounds in fact most boats in general I might be in a gondola in Venice, but I'm okay. not going on a cruise. I'm not going on a small boat. Because you can swim to shore. <laughs> exactly. That's part of the reason. And I also cannot wrap my head around anyone who enjoys chocolate. I know it's controversial, but I cannot stand I chocolate. Know. I know that about you. And it's like, I, I, cannot, I can kind of understand it because I've known you so long. But yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So like, what about you? <laughs> well, one of the things, and I, and I don't know, I might be, I, people might get upset about this, but I cannot stand reels I can't stand it I speed past them because I'm just so tired of seeing people point to things because <laughs> you know there was nothing there when they did that video <laughs> they spent hours getting that I don't know it just feels like so much work to get the, it, I don't know I don't yeah. like reels reels okay. is not a thing for me um, a lot of my friends know this but I'm not a fan of ripped jeans Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a hard time with ripped jeans. I feel like you see ripped jeans and they'll be like 200 bucks and they've got these big holes. And I'm like, I mean, my mother, my time mother comes out. It's like, I, why, why do you buy those jeans? <laughs> it's, it's got a hole in it. It doesn't make sense to me that you buy something that would be so useful. That and honestly, the, the shoe, the sneakers that are coming out, like the, what is it? The golden goose or what, yeah, that are big, all big and right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're, but they're, they look dirty, scuffed and dirty and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, I don't get it. I just don't get that. Yeah. And the last one is camo. I'm not a big fan <laughs> of camo. So a pair and of camo rib jeans, you're just oh, angry. Forget it. <laughs> like, unless you earned it. You can wear that stuff unless you, if you've earned it. If you're in the military or if you've, you know, you've been on your knees in the garden and you ripped your jeans then go ahead, wear them with pride. But if you're spending 200 bucks um, on, on a pair of ripped camo jeans, ripped jeans. Those, yeah, 
the ones with the pocket lining coming through. I'm like, come oh on. my gosh, no, I can't, I can't. I get it. I get it. I get controversial. It, so. I know it's, it's controversial. Don't you come to a photo shoot with ripped jeans, people, everyone? No, people will be outraged. Actually, I have photographed people that way, but you know, <laughs> who's to judge? Right to each his own. <laughs> well, I love this. Thank you so much, Kathy, for being oh, my guest and getting carried away you. with me. Please, before you go, tell us where we can find you on all the places. Oh, absolutely. You can find me on my website at uh, kathyshoephotography.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at kathy.shoe, S-C-H-U-H. And also for your listeners, anybody who's listening to this and is and uh, goes on my website and fills out the form, if they type in where they heard about me and they say carried away, they'll get 20% off their uh, session fee. Thank yeah. you. That was You're nice. You're welcome. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you. That was, we'll put that in the show notes too. So, I mean, this podcast is going to be around forever. So if somebody's it's listening to this in, in, in yes. a year or three years, you no matter Quite when, deal. <laughs> yeah, you're, but they're also always going to need portraits. You're always going to need photos for your brand. We are a visual, visual society and um, we, we're going to need them. So thank you so much, Kathy. Um, it was you, great Carrie. getting carried away. We're going to say bye to Facebook now. Bye, bye Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> I hope you learned something new. Now, if you are a female founder, thought leader, disruptor, and you're like, I can be on that show, then you need to email me with some topics. Email me directly, carrie at bra-network.com or send me a DM on the IG at bra underscore network. I'm always looking for fabulous, fierce females to feature. And hey, if you're a guy, I'll feature you too, because we all have knowledge to share. Until then, thank you for getting carried away. Go ahead and like and subscribe to all the things and all the places. Until next time, have a great day. Stay safe. Wear a mask.